know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, beautiful people. Guess what? My goal is to do this five minutes top. And I'm going to do it. I don't know. But y'all see my cover though? That's not even my um, pictures I got back from my photo shoot. That was just one that um, my cousin took in my phone like while the guy was doing it. I'm like, y'all going to, and I ain't going to put them on Facebook yet. Y'all going to see one of my pictures. But no, I love that picture. But um, I was thinking, I remember somebody preached this. I can't think who preached this. I can't think. I think it was my pastor. It has to be my pastor. I think it's my pastor. I think Sarah Jake spoke on it before too. Good grief. Um, I believe my pastor did say something like this. Do you know the only, th- we don't, we don't grieve just death. Um, we grieve the loss of a person. Like we grieve the loss of a friendship. Like we grieve, like we grieve a loss of like a friendship, a relationship. Um, like it's not just death. When you spent time of your life with someone and you just years with someone, like and you spent like quality time with this person, you built a relationship. That's why they say don't jump relationship to relationship because you have to grieve the loss of that person. Like you have to grieve the loss of that bond. And that's why they say like you can't just get out of one relationship and go to another one. You can't do that. And it's just like a lot of people miss that. A lot of people think like the way to get over somebody is, hey, I just find somebody else. Like, no, you don't do it. Y'all know I have to find Bible verse um, to back up what I'm saying or whatever. Um, but it's not just, it's just not death. It's not just death. And that's why, like, when people, you know, like, when somebody actually do pass away, we have people that, um, like, that don't feel the pain or it hit them at the funeral because they didn't, they didn't allow themselves to sit in that pain. Like, we have different areas where people was, that just don't handle the pain. So that's why, like, when we don't, heal from relationships like i always mention we we have our go-to sex we um finding somebody else to get over that person or we cut our hair off like we cope different ways instead of facing the pain or we don't allow ourselves to grieve it but i want to make this really quick like allow yourself to grieve it like it's okay to grieve that person like I, even if it was a something I learned, even if it was a bad relationship, even if it was super toxic, like you still have to give yourself time to to process that pain. Because if you don't, you would definitely bleed on other people. You would definitely get worse. Like the healing journey just don't get better when you don't process that pain. Because it's like even though the relationship may went sour or went bad, once upon a time 
that person was good for you. Once upon a time, that person meant well to you. Like you liked that person. It's something in that person that you chose them for a reason, even if you were in your brokenness season. But um, love don't go away overnight. Like that's something you have to literally grieve and you have to process the pain and understand like, dang, I actually love this person, but this person is no good for me. And I think that's the hardest thing to accept. Like, even though I love this person in my heart still, but I have to accept that they're no good for me. Uh, let me see what my best friend talking about. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. She wrote me on the computer. It's so dope having my best friend work with me. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I forgot my train of thought that fast. What was I just saying? But no, yeah. So you have to be able to understand that it's okay to process the pain. You have to be okay with knowing that you have to take time out after a breakup and really understand the pain and like, and feel it. Like I always say, feel it, but don't feed it. And a lot of us, we don't grieve it. We just, we just look forward for the next day. Like that's cool. Like look forward for the next day and look forward for the future. But you have to go through the stages of that. Like, um, that's crazy. I'm, I'm looking up like seven stages of grief right now. And the word just stuck out to me really quick. Um, denial. I think that was my biggest, biggest, biggest issue. Denial was my biggest issue. Like I remember I was in denial for like a good, for for a long time in like my past relationships. Like I was in denial about what happened. Like I was in denial that this person actually treated me this way. And like I always say, when you're in denial, you would start, you would take, you would take that person back. Like, or you would keep going back because um, your heart became so numb or came so used to the pain. Like, sometimes we don't think that we actually went through what we went through. You don't know what you went through with a person until um, you actually talking about it with somebody else. And they like, you like, dang, wait a minute. It's been so many times, like a while ago, and I tell somebody what I went through. And I'm like, it, it sounds kind of bad when it's coming out of my mouth. But it, it don't feel as bad when you was going through it. But the way you explain it to somebody, like that stuff sounds horrible. So I remember I was being in denial and me being in denial, it was blocking the truth for me or whatever, like in past relationships or whatever. Um, like the guilt, uh, another, another stage they say on grief is the guilt, like the guilt of feeling like, what did I do wrong or why I wasn't good enough? Like it's a guilt on you that you carry, like, like when you have to like, detach yourself from somebody, like there's, there's a strong guilt um anger is another word that they use with the um one of the stages of grief you will be angry like you will be pissed off you will be mad like you you spent so much time like you poured into this person like you lift this person up like you did this for this person like you was giving your all and that that makes you anger like that makes you upset to give a person your all and then for it to fail like that and that's one thing you can't allow yourself to do. I lied, y'all. I said five minutes. It's six minutes. <laughs> you can't allow yourself to stay mad. I understand you will be mad, but don't allow yourself to stay mad. Don't allow that anger to sit in your heart too long because anger turns to bitterness. Anger turns to many other things if you allow it to sit too long. Um, uh, another word they have is depression. Like, that's a really good, a good one for part of the grief stage. Like... I don't call it depression when when God have you grieving over someone that you have to detach yourself. I don't call it depression no more. It feels like depression, but it's not depression. It's the process. God is pressing you. The press. 
depression. <laughs> God is pressing you. So that's what it is. I don't call it depression. It definitely feels like it feels like life is hell. But I realized that was just a process to get me where I was called to be. And another one that's really quick. Um, accepting it. I think I mentioned this yesterday. Accepting it and being okay with it. Like even though it may hurt at the moment, accept what happened. Accept that all things don't work out. Accept that just because you wanted this person to be your person don't mean that they are a person. Like it's okay. Like life happens, things happens. Um, like I always say, um, seasons and lessons. Like sometimes we meet people in our life at a bad season of their life, but that doesn't mean they can't change. They're just not meant to change for you. But that, like I said, it's your responsibility to heal, not theirs, to heal you. And just hope for the best. That was really good. But I'm going to end it here because I am working. So I really try to do it in between the car really quick. But just understand that you can, that it's possible not to just grieve death. Like you can grieve a bad relationship. I call it, I think it was Sarah Jakes. I don't know. I have to Google it. Uh huh. She called it good grief. Somebody call it good grief. I know I heard that probably years ago, that sermon. That we have to grieve people. We have to go through that process. And we have to be okay with letting them go. And give yourself time for that. Like stop thinking like, it's not a it's not a race. Like it's literally not a race. Healing is not a race. Like you take your time. You take all the time you need and do what's necessary. Like you cry all the tears you need. Like you do whatever you need to do to get better. Don't look around and see other people in their relationships. Um, I mean, because everybody relationship not what is what it really is. And you would definitely fail if you start to compare yourself to anybody. Like you would definitely fail. Don't compare yourself to nobody's relationship. Or don't feel bad because you're healing and you see people getting married or people getting engaged. Like, your time coming. But in order to do it the correct way and the right way, you have to heal the correct way and the right way. You have to grieve that correctly. You can't put nothing in the middle of it. Or you can't just process it through like a temporary fill up. It won't work. You'll keep finding yourself in the same cycle you've been in for years. And you got to be tired of that cycle. This child, I was tired of that cycle. That cycle drove me crazy, been the same cycle for years of my life. I was like, I remember like me literally telling myself, I'm tired of you. Like literally telling myself this. Like, I was so tired of myself. Like, because I was the person that that knew better. Like I knew better, but I didn't do better. And I'm like, I'm not even tired of them no more. Forget them. Like it was to the point where I was tired of myself. And I had to be so tired of myself. Let me see if I have a good Bible verse really quick before I can get off here. Um it's a list of them right here. Uh, I think Luke 6, 21 is good. Those who weep now will laugh later. And that's not saying like in a petty way. That's just saying that after you grieve, you will find. I, I look at it as after you grieve, you will find like joy again in life. You know, not being like, oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> and number 36 just stood out. I will remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord. So in that process, in that grieving moment, Remain confident. Be be content where you at. But don't. It's just a. It's not your life. It's just a season, and we get a season confused with our life, thinking that we're going to be feeling that broken feeling for life. No, be content in it and learn what you need to learn in that season, and like you will see the goodness of the Lord. Like God will show you 
and show you that he see your suffering, that he see your tears, that he see your cries. Like he would definitely show you that. I am living proof. God would make you see everything that you cried over, everything that you had to like go through. Like God would literally reward you for that if you do it the correct way. It's literally a reward coming from that. And I think the most priceless, the priceless reward I ever received was peace. Y'all know peace is something you can't buy. Like. That's why. I, that's why I don't. That's why people don't play with me no more. Like when it come to date, and like the moment I feel you messing up my peace, just the moment, I'm cutting you off. Like I'm not even gonna give you a chance to even mess it up. Like that's how. That's how how far I became. But that's it. And remember, in those weak moments, one last thing. In those weak moments, remember God is your strength, and always ask God to renew your strength in those weak moments. You have to be man or woman enough to tell God, I'm weak in this area. I'm having a hard time in this area. Can you be my strength? And he will definitely restore your strength. And that's a more than one time thing to pray for is God be your strength. Because I have to pray every day. Because some days it's just not good. But that's my go-to prayer. But that's it. I love you guys. I hope you have a beautiful day. And that's it. Okay.